All right, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. Part two. Part two, because I got cut off earlier, so we're restarting. Uh, hey, I'm with uh, Mr. Ian Porter. How you doing? I'm with Mr. DJ Patterson. Hello. And uh, we have been crunching on some of the most delightful little rice cakes straight from Japan. So thank you to Yuri and Yasu. Uh, Ian laughed at me so hard because I couldn't explain how to find them, but if you just happen to randomly run into some people at SEMA, just ask them if they're Yasu or Yuri. You know. They, know if they're they won't know. That's the whole point. Because <laughs> I have no way of explaining it. I'm oh just saying God. you should say thank you to them. Because <laughs> the these are great rice cakes. Awesome. And... We have some of the most amazing local brew. That is it is yeah, most delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, so this is from Cabin Boys Brewery. It's a local brewery here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And um, I went over yesterday to pick it up. And when I walked in, I didn't know that they weren't open. So I walked in, and there's all these people sitting around on the table. I was like, oh, man, there's a lot of people here for like, one o'clock in the afternoon, like, and there was a bunch of people at the bar, and I was like, wow, this place is hopping. When I walk in, they go, can we help you? I was like, uh, yeah, I need beer. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of need like, beer. I was like, uh, and they're like, well, we're not open yet. I was like, oh, and then I started looking, and they all have these laptops and computers, and they're all sitting around drinking uh, beer. I went, working. Wow, what a great gig you guys have. You literally get to sit around and work on your computers and drink beer all day. So kudos to Cabin Boys. They have one of the most amazing beers that we like. Um, Mr. Porter has some talk notes to tell us about the beer. Uh, it's called Bearded Theologian. Theologian. Theologian? Theologian. Theologian. That's what I said. Gin, gin, gin. Theologian. Melogen. Melogen. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's stupid. Shut up. Well, your name's Ian, so it makes sense. It's a Belgian style quadruple ale with 8.4% alcohol content. So 8.4%. The notes that Kevin Boys uh, were actually kind enough to provide it says, while this beer is heavy on your palate, it will enlighten your mind. Man, I just don't think it's heavy. No, I don't. I think it's super like drinking. Like, yeah, like we're already, I'm almost done with the pint. We're yeah, right. like two minutes in. This quadruple ale has deep aromas and flavors of raisins and caramel stemming from the malt. Not the raisin, but the caramel. Maybe, yeah, caramel. It's definitely, you can have that light, yeah. light flavor of caramel. It has hints of cinnamon and spices that pair perfectly with a pipe in a good book. Pipe. Enjoyed best at 48 degrees, which I'm sure we're a little bit colder than that. Yeah, we might be. Yeah. Anyways, it either works or it's set outside for two minutes. Yeah, yeah. So it is. Um, is it the end of June? End of May? End of May. Oh, tomorrow's the first of month. Tomorrow is the first of June. So the humidity has definitely risen. Summertime and it's hot as balls. Yeah, it's yeah. We'll touch 100 next Friday. Oh, dude, summer's gonna suck ass here. Yeah, sucks for those that have shops and air conditioning. Yeah, it's horrible. All right, so. Tell us, DJ, how's your week? Man. 
interesting that you always see that uh, that diagram of what we think business or entrepreneurship should be like and yeah. it's like this straight arrow going you know, yeah, yeah. yeah but it's actually like and like all backwards and all over the place there's some of those days that when you when you have those days you almost feel like going home and closing everything down to stop the bleeding yeah yeah, if I have a shitty day, dude, I'll just go home and like Netflix binge or something, and just leave my phone in like my room or something. Yeah, what is you like, though? Like, well, it. yeah, like, I can't I'm a single man. Like, I'm I'm fortunate that well, way. I can like totally that, disengage. Like, you're lucky, like you like right now, like your shop set up, like it's just you. Well, yeah, that too. And like, I I that. yeah, I need to, I don't know, forward my phone call to someone else or whatever. But this is the work quality everywhere I go. Yeah. Well, I mean. How was your week? Like, what happened? Why Why was your week so bad? How long do we have? You got a, a couple minutes a to few explain. minutes or a couple of yeah, minutes? Yeah, I think we can des- describe You can describe your week. I mean, so the purpose of this podcast, what we're trying to do is we want to kind of a get to know you. You know, who who is DJ, who is Ian? And um, so I think it's beneficial for people to know, like, most of the time, we only talk about all the good things. Like, so what went wrong? Oh, what was dude, bad this week? This is great. So we come off of a Memorial Day weekend, right? Monday's off. Tuesday, I've got, let's see, Tuesday's my errand day. Like, I'm, I'm getting caught up, you know, returning emails and, like, getting stuff set up. Like, you know, it's just a Monday. Uh, and then I've got two coding jobs. So this is, like, the first week where, like, or second week where I've thrown, like, all three of my trucks in the field with all six guys and me just either – stay at the shop and do some work or I'll take a, a coding job, like maybe two coding jobs a week to kind of, you know, bring in some good revenue here while all three trucks are out in the field. Well, the third truck, the GMC I have is my personal truck too, that I've been taking home every day. I pick up the kids with it and I also work in it. But since the guys have it, I've been having to like be strategic on like what I'm going to drive during the day and so forth. I'm not the office. So my father-in-law went out of town and he's out of town for like weeks upon a time. So I'm like, Hey, let me use your car for the week. Um, so I can run around, do some jobs, do this and do that, run some errands. Uh, so the wife's not tied up with, you know, so she's not. Because, congratulations, you don't want your wife to be without a car because. She's got a new baby. We've got a new baby. She's got a new baby. <laughs> we're still trying to figure out. Yeah. We're still trying to figure out whose it is. It came out with a big red beard. I mean, yeah, I it really did. did. The baby came out with a red beard. I, I got to post a picture later. <laughs> there's definitely a red beard on it. Anyways. Uh, yeah, so get to the, uh, so it's Wednesday, I get to my client's location, so you got two locations, one where his cars were at, and his house, and I get there, open up the garage door, pull the car out, do the wash, do the decon, and all I need to do is primer polish and coat, because it's a brand new vehicle. Well, I leave, use the bathroom, 
come back and the garage open is not working. Not working, not working, not working. So I had to contact him. He said, hey, go to my house. Here's the other one. You know, it'll work. So, so this guy's got cars not at his house. Like well, his own little place? Yeah, it's just, I mean, yeah, a little storage unit. I mean, it's it's got a couple cars. But, um. Oh, yeah. He's one of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh. So, okay, so heading to the guy's house to get the second garage opener, and I'm on my father-in-law's car still, right? And I'm off with my wife. It's a two-lane road, and I see this thing in the road, just black little rope. Didn't think anything of it. Didn't want to go around to the left because I was going on coming traffic. Didn't want to be all the way over. That's the most fucking destructive story. You like, said. And then you asked me. Ian like, hey, said go. A quick one. No, 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 and no. And no, you're no, already no. like four minutes in, and you haven't even finished like, the setup first is part great, of the story. Though. The setup is great. I don't know how to consolidate the story. I know you don't. It's you, horrible. Something like this, you have to be. <laughs> yeah, you because it wouldn't be as funny. Yeah. So. I ran over the black object, which happened to be a freaking bungee cord that lodged into the tire. And the other side of the bungee cord that's metal is going at, what, 40 miles an hour? Because the wheel's turning at 40, just beating the shit out of the car. Oh, it breaks God. the back window, <laughs> rips off the door handle because the bungee cord, so it got all oh, I mean, no. these are all freaking nature accidents that gouges the paint five or six times. I pull over. I'm thinking the whole side of the car is destroyed. It's a black car, too. <laughs> I'm thinking the whole side's destroyed. I'm going to film my wife, which is it's her dad's car, and I'm like, shit, I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> and I get out. The door handle's gone. The window's busted out. Like The tire's like just leaking air. I'll go get a garage door opener, right? The story's not over yet. Now the best part is all that. I'll skip shit. all this. I'll skip all the getting the tow, going to the tire shop, waiting, blah, blah, blah. So finally get the car running again. Window's still like cracked, you know, no door handle. But I go to the but guy's But you got it fixed today. The guy came today and fixed it. The, wind, the window's yeah. fixed. Yeah, window's I'm, waiting, fixed. I'm waiting on uh, old Bill over there to give me an estimate for the door handle. But um, on the way back to his house, get the garage opener. Now I get back to the, you know, back to where I'm supposed to be at. Open, Try to open the garage opener. The second one doesn't work at all. And I'm sitting there for like a good 30 minutes, pushing these buttons back to back. Like, you know, walk around the door, like holding it up to different parts of the door. Nothing's working at all. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I text the guy. I said, hey, I'm bringing your garage opener back. I'm bringing a key back. Like, we can figure this out tomorrow whenever you're like, you know, whenever you figure this garage door issue out. And uh, so, so not only did you not get to do the car. No, no, no. It gets worse. Like, oh, it gets worse. I'm not kidding. It gets worse. You you messed up the car, then you can't do so the my car Thursday, that you're This do. is Wednesday. So my Thursday coding job, I had to go out and quote it first or make sure the paint can be restored, and then I got it scheduled. So I get out there. The car's not there. The guy calls and says, hey, sorry, you know, uh, my son's got the car, so let's just do it next week sometime. So I lost that job in which I had to do the Wednesday job on Thursday. So I lost a bunch of money, but I also had to spend a bunch of money because I had to fix the windshield, I got to fix the door handle, and then shit just keeps happening. I'll save the other crap, though. That's a, that's a long enough story. Can, I, can you pour some water? Are you sure? I, can you still... I'm, 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 I'm still emotional about it. It's, it, it, just, it, it still got worse. Like It's continuing. It's crazy. I mean, I, I, I was serious. Like There was times that in the grind so to speak of trying to i mean you're not you're you're not in the grind of starting you're in the grind of trying to kind of be go to the next together. you're you're in the trying to go to the next level part of what you're in i'm in position. a really weird yeah really weird position right and i just remember a lot of times when i started it seemed like life just had i mean like that like or something um and i just there was literally times 
I just went, it's better off that I go home. Like, I just want to hide and let life, let, let this day, let this day pass. Like, because I felt like if I was out, like something else was going to happen. Wow. Yeah, that's how I've been feeling. Yeah. But I have to be out. I'm like, I'm scared. Like, I, I'm like, I was too. Every yeah. phone call, the, when mm-hmm. the guys call me, I'm like, oh, yeah. you wrecked the truck. Yeah, like, yeah something crazy. happened. Yeah, every single time. It's so crazy. And it's crazy. It comes in waves. Like, But that day, what, it was Tuesday, right? Everyone I talked to had shitty days. Like, everyone I talked to was weird. Well, uh, no, that was. No, that was Tuesday. Wednesday. Wednesday. I thought that was yesterday. Yeah, that was yesterday. That was Wednesday. No. Because that was my bad day. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Which was okay. You're right. It was Wednesday. Yeah, it was Wednesday. Perfect. Ian, bad days, good days. How's your week? Everything's doing great. Making money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, mine has not been knock on wood. This isn't real wood. It's not real wood. What? Neither is the floor in here. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, no, mom. I mean, mom has been pretty good, dude. Like I've been. That's badass, man. <laughs> good. <laughs> like, I can't complain right now. So, yeah. Why has it been good? Uh, I mean, I just, I've just had good clients, good job. Uh, you know. Shop staying busy? Yeah, for the most part, you know. Uh, I like to be a little bit busier, but I'm not complaining at the same time. Like, I've been steady, so no complaining. Uh, yeah, you know, aside from the hot ass weather, which I'm not ready for, you know. <laughs> We're dripping the sweat dude. today, dude. <laughs> Ridiculous. How much do you sweat? Dude, he slings it. Like, uh, non-stop. He can do this with his beard and be like... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, the hot spot again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yay! No, it gets hot, man. Damn, even in my air-conditioned shop, dude, it still sucks. Air-conditioned shop. Well, like, I can't, I can't keep, like, 60 degrees. I wish I could, but I can't. Why, it doesn't keep up. Opening? No, it just doesn't keep up. Even with the door closed? Yeah, it's not, like, that super heavy. Can you not get that insulated stuff on the doors? I think, for the most part, it's insulated. I just don't think it's that insulated, you know? But, uh... Any of that, I want to see what you... I want to see what you But, I mean, it don't matter anyways, because it could be 30 degrees, I'll still sweat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. It sucks. It's the nature of the beast. The perks of being new. Um, it's, it's all the red beard. Like yeah. you need to chop the beard, you'd be good to go. Well, <laughs> dude, you know what? One day was really weird. I don't know if I was thinking about you, but you were thinking about. Yeah, it? I was like, I wonder how Ian looks without his beard. It's let's hold I mean, him down and find out. No, I will fucking kill you. <laughs> but I, I don't think I would be as scared as you anymore. Like you know, like it's intimidated. <laughs> I'd probably just leave. Like. <laughs> Chunks of his beard out of there. That thing went viral. Yeah, he got well, it's too, it's yeah. too long. Like mine, even sometimes it is too damn long. It's annoying, but hmm. life. All right, so in the get to know, in a short, because DJ said he doesn't want to hear our stories anymore. What? But I think we should. We should like five minutes ago. Let me rephrase that. Fifteen minutes. Five minutes into your story. Oh, my five minutes into my story. Did I catch you guys off? My bad. No, you didn't. You didn't. 
Martin, just talking crap. Shut the fuck up, Martin. Keep talking. He just I can't keep talking because talk. you're interrupting me. He's stuck at talking. What the hell? Making up All right, talk. so I want, I think it'd be fun, in a quick, short, like, and we'll probably say it 15 other times, but in the get to know, we should get to know why, Ian, what brought you into detailing? Like, why are you a detailer? Oh, God. Uh, and I'll go get beer number two. Yeah. Um, I always had a passion for it, even before, like, I had my first detail-related job. Uh, I was always that guy that kept his cars really clean, even my first car, which was a shit brown 1990 Ford Crown Victoria. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, you know, even as ugly as that thing was, I kept it clean. Uh, I always had a, I don't know, passion for it, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, after... After I graduated, was my first detailing job, local dealership. Then they sold out. Then I ended up moving on to another dealership, detail related as well. And uh, I just, I don't know. I mean, I just, I've always liked it. I liked the before and after feel of it. And then, you know, I spent like 10, 11 years offshore oil and gas. And then I've kind of come back to it. So, what'd you do at oil and gas? I mean, uh, I pretty much worked. I literally worked on offshore oil rigs. Uh, I had a few different jobs, you know. <laughs> I would tell you, he would tell me you were out on a rig, and I was like, "So did you go fishing?" Yeah, no. <laughs> there were some. There are some that you can fish. It really just depends on the company. It's not like it's illegal or nothing. But certain companies are more stringent with their safety rules, so to speak. Uh, but there have been a few that I've been on. You definitely there. can't get in the water, though. No, hell no. You wouldn't want to around some of them, anyways. It's dirty. No, the Sharks, marine right? life I would oh. be concerned about. Yeah. Did you uh, get to see? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've seen, I've seen uh, not blue whale, whale sharks. I've seen whale sharks. Well, I've those seen, are the big ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen whale sharks. Well, I've seen, you see like like swimming around the mm-hmm. boat. Yeah, they well not whale sharks boat. they don't really hover. It's the big giant. Okay, how, how do they, they like? What's that movie? What's that movie where they? The big crane on the one of them blows up or whatever. Deep for water horizon? Sure. Yeah. That's like what you were on? Yeah. Well, okay. So that deep water horizon was based off of an actual event. Pull up like a picture of which so I can see. It. Okay. I'm fucking curious now. Well, a picture of what? A whale shark? Like where you were like stationed at. Oh, okay. Yeah, not a whale shark. Well, fuck. I didn't know. So deep water horizon was based off an actual event. It was a deep water horizon was a semi-submersible drilling rig uh, that was owned by Transocean that was drilling for BP. So that... It was kind of the same thing. It was an offshore rig, but it was a drilling rig where I was more production related, where we actually produced oil and gas. So that it's already been drilled. You're Correct. just in the pumping pump. Yes, we are pulling it up from the reservoir, refining it in our in our own way, sending it down the pipeline to you know downstream wherever that was. So they drill all the way through the ocean. Mm-hmm. How the hell do you get that uh, thing there? That's that, that's what real question. That that's How do you a get whole. That there? That's a that's a, it's a, like there, someone has it. Someone gets paid, yeah. or people get paid to yeah. put that in the ocean somewhere. Well, yeah. So that a lot. Of, so before a rig even goes offshore, a company's going to invest a shitload of money in pilot wells, which is basically pre-drilling wells to see what that reservoir is capable of. But even before that, a geologist is going to determine that reservoir through however they do it, how big it is. They're going to measure it. They're going to Gross. First beer. Wow. Uh, 
they're going to, you know, they're going to determine whether or not the reservoir is good enough to even put. So, well, whether it's a tieback well or an actual rig, they're going to determine whether or not it's, it's worth the effort of trying to produce it. That's crazy. So that's a whole like sciencey, like crazy thing. But uh, I have a client who's you know a geologist. And yeah. He's like. Hey. One of my, he's one of my wealthiest clients ever. Yeah. yeah so, sorry. Oh, no, no really. all the time. We can't ever hear you because you just talk much like this. And we, we never understand <laughs> I have a client that's a no. geologist that is extremely wealthy. So that's who you're talking about. Yeah. Someone like him that's badass. Uh, so where was I at? Fuck, I don't know. You asked me a question and I forgot. I was at, like, you're on those wells. Oh, like, what is it? You were explaining it. So, yes. anyway, you were there for 10 or 12 years. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, I had a few different jobs. I had a lot of um, experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't complain, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, okay. Yeah, all these. It was all these. It was all these. It had it was all these. Yeah, all these. So, so that was the most job. recent one that was actually. That's what I, okay. That's yeah. okay. How do they put that there? It's crazy. So, uh, so how they put that there? You have a few different methods. You have basically, well, because you actually te technically have three. You have a fixed leg. Oh. <laughs> you have a fixed leg, which is literally more directly to the ground through a solid structure. So typically that's that's shallow water stuff. That's kind of, and honestly, that's kind of old school in comparison to the industry as a whole. Anyways, uh, then you have uh, conventional mooring, where, whether it be TLP, which is tension leg platform, or you have uh, uh, chains, which are literally just big ass chains that run out from the rig and dig with anchors into the seabed to hold you in position. And then you also have uh, on some ultra deep water rigs, you have what you refer to as uh, dynamic positioning. And that's basically where you stay in position through uh, a system of thrusters. So basically kind of like if you were shallow water fishing, kind of think of your trolling motor, but like on a bigger scale. And that, and that, that's that, pretty badass. Yeah, and that will keep your rig in position. Those guys get paid some stupid money too. Oh. But yeah, I mean, so that was. Or about your barkeep? No, I was. Put, oh, I guess I put it back in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so no, I mean, it was it was a lot of fun times, man. I met a lot of good people. I can't complain at all. Uh, and then after that, I got back into detailing, uh, of course. And then now here I am. I've got my own shop. And well, you know, I don't know whether or not I go back offshore. I don't know, but I'm enjoying the ride regardless. Oh, he left that suspenseful hanger there. What? Whether or not I go off. Oh, yeah. I talked about it the other day. Yeah, me and him talked about it the other day. Yeah. Coming out, I used to work for, supposed to have something going in Mississippi. I know. Yeah, I probably will. Yeah. yeah. So, what the anyway, is, real quick, kind of, what are the dangers of, like, that job, though? Uh, I mean, like, so, Deepwater Horizon, that, like, that's straight up legitimate. Now, what do you mean? So, well, the blowouts and stuff like that. that. I hadn't watched it either. Oh, it was like so. Oh, I was like, yeah. Long story short, honestly, got, what, that happened Marky because. Marky Mark in it? Yeah, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Wahlberg. No, no, it's Kurt Russell. Marky Mark. Marky Mark, yeah. So, I mean, that job happened, honestly, out of a lot of neglect and pencil pushing stuff that should have been done. But it is, I mean, obviously it can't happen. Uh, I've been involved with two separate fires personally. 
out on a rig. I mean, it, it can be a dangerous job, but honestly, there's a lot of safety systems in place that keep it from happening so long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. So if there's a big fire on one of those, you can't jump off into the water because the sharks will eat you. Well, no, that's why we have live They don't want to eat you. <laughs> yeah, actually, no, dude, they might. Yeah. Oh, that was the question. That's where the uh, marine life. Anyway, I'll get back to that. But So, no, we have um, life crafts or life boats, as we call it. Depending on your rig is going to depend on how big it is, but you have to buy coast guard. You put all the fishy snacks in one little boat. <laughs> yeah, right. So you have to have, obviously, a certain amount, kind of like a cruise ship, to be able to hold everybody, right? But if something were to happen, you would abandon the ship that way or by crane onto a boat, nearby boat. But, uh, yeah. So, so what's the coolest fishy mammal shark? Yeah, so that, yeah, that's called. what I was thinking of earlier. The marine life. So, like I said, I saw, I've seen whale sharks. I've seen uh, a couple different varieties of sharks. I've seen a hammerhead for sure. Oh, that's pretty cool. You know, from that high up, it's really hard to tell. But I'd imagine I've seen a mako. But we see barracuda is, like, totally normal. Yeah. You know, uh Amberjack, tuna, big thing. I've seen a uh, marlin. Uh, I haven't seen a marlin. I've seen barracudas, like, from me to yeah. me. Oh, yeah, and barracudas do, yeah. like, don't fuck around with them because they can get huge. They're I've big. seen some that are probably as big as me. So my my one-time like, recreational yeah. thing that I like to do is, is scuba diving. Well, that is the life. I love just being under the water. Yeah, I love too. being with fish. Yeah. That's um, crazy. I'm I know you freak out every time I tell you, you know, and in Malaysia where we've gone or Thailand, I guess, um, the barracudas are borderline friendly. Like you would, you swim up to them and you know, you, nobody is concerned about them. Yeah. We went down to Mexico and there was a barracuda, and, you know, I, so I was used to just going up and like, you know, just hanging out with the barracuda, and they always open up their mouth and show you their big old fangs. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, cool. And I'm yeah. sitting there hanging out with it, swim on, and we get up to the top, and everybody was freaking out yeah. that I was doing that. They, they typically won't bother you. They're really attracted to shiny objects. They're, yes, and that's what they said. They yeah. said if you had any shiny object on your wrist, you'd probably you, you, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, they'd just bite your hand off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, one of the craziest things that I think I've ever seen in any – it's not that it's so crazy, but for our industry, it's a huge deal, and that's a sea turtle. That by, would be cool. To by, see. Yeah. by our standard or whatever you want to say, when you see a sea turtle, you're actually supposed to immediately call and report it and shut down the rig because they're, like, endangered, endangered I think, or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's a big deal. You didn't even get enough damage, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'm just yeah, saying. Oil companies have killed enough sea turtles. In the world. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, what? What's the oh, a sea turtle, stop production. Like, no, it's, really? Yeah, I don't. I, mean, cool. I never really understood it, but it, it's a huge deal. Well, it's because they've killed so many that they got to try. We haven't killed they've that got many. got a PR, you know, no. and be like, hey, we saw we, one, we, so we, we shut down. down. We, we, no. Producing oil is actually relatively safe. It's not eco-friendly. All right. So before we get into eco-friendly. Nice citrus. Yes, DJ, tell us what's our second beer from Cabin Boys Brewery. Thank you, guys. Uh, these beers are quite impressive. Like, very. Yeah. yeah, these are good. So good. Um, so if you're not in Oklahoma and you can't make it, try and bribe somebody to send you some. We have yet to find a Cabin Boys Brewery beer that we didn't like. No. 
know, when we went that one night with the flights, I can't remember what the hell it was called, but there was that one I didn't care for too much. Oh, I didn't. I liked them all. Say, well, we had a few different ones. And we had a few before. Yeah, so, yeah. that's true, too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what do we got here? Our second round of beer. Well, wait, let's 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 rate the first one. The Bearded Theologian. That's a five That's a five. It's a five. Like, it's so good. This next one. I don't know. I don't know how you can. No. It's, no, it's easy to drink. DJ rates it a five because it's an 8.4. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true. Yeah, it's a true. Alcohol content. Come on. Alcohol content is 8.4. But the flavors are so complex. Like, it's such easy to drink. But you t- you definitely taste that Belgian-y. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what. A quad, I think, is like they. I think they remash it or they put quadruple the amount. I, I don't know. I don't exactly know what quad means. Like, like beer yeah, we definitely need to find that out. Um, but uh, but that's it's it's literally one of it's one of my top five beers. I love it. It's good beer. It's good beer. Like it. what, how do you how do you rate it? The bearded? Uh-huh. Oh yeah, not go. No, I go five. It's I guess it's it's got five all around. It's drinkable to me. That's the uh, first. That's the so. first. Yeah. So kudos, Captain Boys. So yeah, Carlos, no, it's super so drinkable. Yeah, barbecue at your house. I think Carlos brought a growler over, right? Yeah, but not of this. Not of this. No, he brought like a wheat. But it was still good. Right. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's they, the first they got Boys got some real shit. There's that yeah. other one we need to try too. Heirloom. Yeah, we haven't done that. Nope. Yeah. All right, so our second beer from Cappy Boys Brewery with some more uh, of Yuri's rice cakes. <laughs> hey, don't you like that big one? You know what's the one you like? So the next beer is going to be Huntman IPA, and everyone knows that none of us really here like that. I, I think I like IPAs, though, probably because of the alcohol. Usually, you guys have brainwashed me into not liking them when I actually really do kind of like them. It depends. This one's actually not bad. Okay. This is not, this, yeah, that's yeah. why I'm kind of defending it. It's like, this is a really good beer. Yeah, typically we don't like IPAs, but just, but there's 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 a lot. I think there's a, seems to be a little bit of a trend of IPAs trying to breach over to the people that don't like them. And so they're putting a lot of fruit or more flavor instead of just a traditional uh, IPA, IPA, which is solid pine and hoppy. Yeah. This definitely has a ton of fruit to so it. So it's got yeah. notes of pineapple, mango juice, and white wine. But you can kind of taste. You can. I can taste the white wine. I think I can. I'm, I feel confident. I can taste the pineapple. Well, when taste you smell it. it, you don't like normally with a, an IPA. An IPA. When I smell an IPA, you just it's solid pine leaves. Like, it delivers a cream crisp bitterness. A cream crisp. Different. A cream crispiness. What do you mean? Clean. Cream. Oh. It delivers a clean crisp bitterness for that makes more sense. Different hops. I got no bitterness. No either. No. It's definitely clean. So I would not even consider this an IPA, but it's a, we uh, have to, I guess, if they call it an IPA. It's it's a What's so? Because I'm not the beer guy here. What's the IBUs and the SRMs? Uh, oh, shit. I, I forgot what the IBUs were. Didn't we have a beer nerd on here one time? Yeah. I'm going to Google it. You can't going. come anymore. Uh, I know. not good enough for us. So we're not good enough for him. No, we, we're doing it on the night that he can't ever do. Well, so, today's Thursday. Today is Thursday. All right, so oh, IBU's International Bitterness Units Scale. Oh, what's a the gauge of a beer's bitterness? What's the scale? One to ten? No, no, no. 
Yeah. Yeah. So a hundred is oh, a maximum. Okay, like, that's super you. bitter. So where? What is 64. it? Sixty-four. So that's, that's a little above that. Oh, I thought that was six point four. Sixty-four. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> look up the scale. Look what ten is at the bottom. Cores. Cores. <laughs> It's not bitter, man. No, I know it's, it's not. It's funny. It's the coldest beer in the entire world. That's awesome. All right, so DJ, quickly, I, I just did. Quickly, tell us what's your story. Why are you Ooh, in detail? I can't quickly tell the story. Man. I know that's why I tried to say it like quickly. It changed so many times. It made me so many different like stages of business. Like at first, it was like I'm on. I own my own business. You know, I'm working on my truck, no big deal, but I'm still going out and getting my own paycheck and so forth. Then it was like, hey, we're, only, we're not using any water. That's that's something to talk about. So it's like, okay, let's go make it friendly. So it was like really passionate about that. And then now it's like I built, you know, a pretty large mobile company in Oklahoma and pretty proud about that. And I want to teach other people how to run, you know, you know, business and entrepreneurship through detailing and so forth and really pouring into my, what do you like? I'm not oh, sorry. Mm. Thought you were. Yeah, you know, sorry. Uh, and to uh, teach, like, you know, train my guys with, like, you know, um, I'm making my. Shut up. You're tickling. <laughs> Marty just tickled me. That was the right spot, obviously. Oh, it was. So we don't have to do a lot. So my thing right now is kind of pouring in other people. Like, my team, we do a lot of team building stuff. Like, some of my guys are like. Oh, so like, what's team building? Like, what do you guys do? Like, the trust fall and you all stand there and like trust no, fall onto each other? We don't. Oh. We just have you to. You just let them fall? And yeah. Then you're like actually, build them up it, by like, with, yeah, hey man, exactly. just get up. You'll be okay. Yeah, like, that's exactly it off. No, like, what's an example of, of team building? Uh, team building, for instance, like, let's say, okay, so our team building event right before the winter time was. If Ian was there, would he have an experience? Yeah, I was there actually for one. Which one? The company thing. That's technically team building. Which one? Christmas party. Oh, yeah. the Christmas party. Yeah, that was yeah. part of that was like you know yeah part of the. So we all went to uh, what's it? Uh, main event. Main event. Yeah. Uh, and everyone had their spouses with them. We just kind of got together and. Damn. Damn. Okay. All of my, everyone that had spouses besides Marty and Ian, which automatically made them spouses for the night. I think that's right. You were my spouse for yeah. the night. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Ian was my date. So aside from like offsite, and team, I was not <laughs> catching that night. That night I did not catch. You didn't? Mm -mm. Really? No. I what? pitched. Yeah. You see, oh, he, 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 yeah. Like nothing was happening. Yeah. I know. He was, nothing was happening. He's like, he like, easy. Like, like, oh what? my god. He, he, what? <laughs> Go <laughs> south. That went way south. I'm done. Well, we're at 8.4 on that beer, and we're at 6.2 on this I'm beer. I'm barely tipsy. I'm just trying to tell a story. Oh, okay, sorry. No, that's cool. I, I haven't eaten. Oh, so. uh, you're going to start I never that. ate lunch, and I haven't eaten. some more eaten. of these rice cakes. I know, I've been eating the rice cakes. There's like 15 more packs. Hey, box. so speaking of tipsy, I do need to apologize since Ian scolded me the next day after a couple podcasts ago when I, I said that my ex-wife was a bitch. So I, I will apologize publicly for not calling her a fucking bitch. Wow. <laughs> Fucking really? <laughs> if I had the power to edit this podcast, I'd edit a lot of this crap out. <laughs>
be more creative. <laughs> Marty, I write the descriptions, and Marty posts them. No one has control of really them. I'm very sorry, Mom. No, I, that's right. I just had to go there. Since, Jesus. Yeah, it, I mean, come on. You're right. And that was wrong to say. You're right. You're correct. I don't want to hear the next one. <laughs> yeah, you stop. You stop what right you stop? now. <laughs> flag and said you were done. All right. Um, so, DJ, what is the worst mm, besides running over a um, bungee cord and slapping a car and creating, what, like $600 worth of damage? Dude, that's... $800? Okay, maybe $1,000? No, nah, I don't say that one. Well, what's the, what's the worst? Well, yeah, what's the worst thing as a business owner? What's the worst thing that's happened to you? Like, would you just go... And you're like, you almost want to quit. I've never almost, well, there you have. Yeah. Everybody has. Everybody's gone. Okay, I'm going to oh, say, man. There's, there's a few instances like made, okay, that made me sick. I'll go there. Like, they, they made me sick to where it's just like, ouch. That, like, that hurts every, like, soul and, like, piece of my body. Like, that's just, that's just, like, it hurts. So, one instance was when one of my uh, team members uh, drove, uh, didn't, Pulled the car, truck back enough. Anyways, the gate, the big steel metal gate, uh, closed on the truck and ripped the whole driver's side of the truck, starting at the tire, through the through the, through the tire, through all the metal, just literally oh, crushed my truck. God. Yeah. Your truck? One of the company trucks. So we only had two company trucks at the time. Oh, so it wasn't a customer. No, no. It was okay, a that's gate. a good thing. Yeah. We'll get to that. One. Uh, It'll be real quick. Uh, but, sure about that? Yeah. So, I mean, it all got fixed through insurance and all that stuff. You know, we were down a little bit and we rented a vehicle and all that. But, like, it was just like, I remember waking up at like 70s, like, hey, with these pictures, like, here's the truck. We're at our clients. And it's like, what the, what just happened? Oh, oh. Second instance was when one of my team members pulled a brand new 2017 Lamborghini Huracan to this guy's garage. Whoa. Try to fit it way too close to the weight bench. Whoa. After the week after the guy spent over five grand with me to protect this car, oh. and drove it into the freaking weight bench, curbed the wheel. Like, oh, that's it? No. What do you mean? That's a big deal. That's sick. Well, I get it, but you you hit a weight bench and all you did was hurt the rim. See, if I had my, if you let me do my backstories, you would have been like, oh man, it sucks. Like, there was a lot of backstory to that, but you told me to hurry up here. Well, yeah, because <laughs> your backstory would have taken 10 minutes. The dude's been five grand looking for a brand new client. Now, fast forward to the day. In reality, a rim versus what happened to your truck. That's what I was expecting. Like, oh. if you hit a weight bench, 
I'm thinking they're gonna damage Kirby's all that. brand new Huracan's wheel. He just well, buy it, but it's just a wheel. wheel. That's a big deal. That's a, it's, it's, it's a big deal. deal. You understand? It's a big deal. But but I was expecting you like one, two, three, four, five, six cars on a live crew set with us. So because we handled it right. Because we handled it right. Different podcast, but we can get like that's that's it's all yeah. about handling it right. Yeah. I had someone out there to fix it before I even called him. Like as I was talking, I was like, hey, someone's on their way to fix it right now. His first response though was, "Fuck." Oh yeah. I'd say, I'd say, hey, here's what happened. He goes, "Fuck." I was like, "Oh my god." But it's getting fixed. That just Ooh. makes you sick, man. Oh yeah. Let's yep. yours, Marty. Uh, hey Marty, so let's yeah. uh, let's uh, so let's let's get our worst thing that's ever happened to you. Like, Make it a great day. Alrighty then. I'm gonna go. Hey, let's take it off topic for a second and uh, talk about something else while you're talking. I taking but, too I, uh, but I asked you a question, but I'm going to go off topic. So uh, let's rate this beer on a scale from 1 to 10. Ian, what do you think? I'm going to go you lucked out because if you don't remember when we had a Lamborghini. He's going to go back to the story? <laughs> Only Marty can do that. That's we had that Lamborghini no. that came to Or was that a Ferrari? Dominate. That was. That wasn't me, though. It was not you. It was the, it was car the problem wash. was the car wash. That no, no, no. The problem was the owner that brought a Ferrari to a fucking car right. wash. That was the first thing. But, okay. I mean, they were coming for me. You know, they, they were coming for you. Yeah. Well, yeah, they came because we opened up a car wash, so they brought the car to me. And the I problem. Yeah. You know the wheel like this? Yes. Yeah, it has that lip over it. And, and instead of our car, like, literally, we're two weeks old. Like, we're brand new. You weren't even there yet, I don't think. I think you talked about this before. Yeah, like, I forgot about this. They, they put on the railing, they put the plastic protector wow. on the wrong side. No, they didn't. Yeah. And so this guy runs, we we are driving the car through. So Marty on the car wash, was, you don't know, and I used to work for him when I was, like, in high school. And it was, brand, it was literally, like, he just got it, and he was running it through the car wash. And it... Those tires or those rims run itself yeah, on yeah, top yeah. of the metal all the way 100 feet down this tunnel. And I'm just in this, you know, like, everything's cool, thanks. You know, I'm taking pictures. It gets down to the other end, and it's like, what the fuck happened? There was no calling somebody to repair. We had to call and get brand new rims sent out to replace the rims. There was no repair. I know what the point was. Mm. Yeah, the Remy's. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, so... It, oh, man. They, that gave me... See, that made me sick for a second. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's, those that was like a 4000 They were like $2,000 rims apiece. Oh, you guys are bomb like them. You're fresh open. You got money. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. That's the reason why my ownership continued to dwindle. That's why people think, though. Like, you mm-hmm. just got money when you open a business. Like, you're, it's, this is a yeah, risk. you're a baller all of a sudden. Everyone thinks shit. that. I mean, I'm like, dude, this is no. like, I'm taking a risk every no, day. No, I eat ramen. <laughs> I eat ramen a lot. Oh, man. So, uh, worst thing, that is a tough question. That's why I asked it. It probably is the worst thing. That sounds fucking horrible. Ferrari uh, wheels ain't cheap. I really didn't sweat it. Like, well, because we handled the customer, we ordered new rims. Like, and and I think he had to drive it, or we had to transport the car down to Dallas. Like, it was a big deal. Oh yeah. Um, But you handled it, right? Yeah, we handled it. 
of course he never I don't remember him coming back. But it's funny, I ran into his wife. I ran into his wife at that car wash like two weeks ago. No, you didn't. I did Yeah, that's how I remember because we talked about some stories. So Marty's perfect, nothing happened. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. No, I would say I, I, so. My struggle when I when I think worst thing or I think of struggle, like what's the biggest struggle for you in business? Mine is the transition of being a service-based business, right? Detailing, cleaning cars, car wash, and being all about how your service does everything, and transitioning over to trying to provide chemicals or quote unquote sell chemicals. And it's no longer about the service. And that's, to me, that's the toughest part for me to swallow. Like, it's no longer about what it's you can, it's all numbers. And, and I mean, and just being in service based for so long. I mean, you've heard the stories I said, like literally five bucks or lose, okay. a, lose a, a three dealership account over, no doubt, it's so a couple of hundred bucks. Like, I think like, you got the worst. Like, is it so cutthroat? It's cutthroat. You lose accounts over five bucks. Yeah. Like, That's stupid. It's, I think that, well, honestly, I think that kind of, of our entire uh, detailing culture in this part of Oklahoma anyways, like, it's pretty savage. Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. We have a lot a big, of it's not, like, it's not common to have two detailers that work, what, Four miles well, that away. too, and then so I think a lot of a lot of tire kickers in our neck of the yeah, woods. You know, I think almost naturally, I assume things have came a long way, but still, I think a lot of people are in that mindset of a hundred and fifty dollar detail where you get everything. No way. We're yeah. in and out in like no max two hours. Exactly. You can't do all that. Yard. So I think I think. Uh, our market. Do you have then? Then, if that's the way the market is, like, I mean, do you fight the market or do you offer packages for that market and for the other market? Like, why would, I, I why would you? That. I used to try that. So why would you? Because so as we DM and talk to different detailers all around the country, that's a common story for everybody. Yeah. So I'm not downplaying what you're saying by any means. I'm just saying I think that does happen all around the country. So. Do you do you have a package for that, or do you just completely ignore those people and try and only go with what you want to do? Well, that so as far as ignoring them, I think that's going to depend on whether or not what kind of client base you want to go after. If you're going after kind of, I don't know, if I should kind of like a shotgun approach where you're trying to, you know, be for everybody. I think a lot of it, regardless, I think a lot of it is going to be based down on education. That you're going to, you, you want to tell them exactly what you're doing with the package. If you can, walk them through the vehicle. We're going to do this, this, and this, you know, and, and try to build as much but value. If, only, if they only want to send so much, do you not just create a package? For well, them? then what you do is maybe you give a take in certain areas. Like, okay, well, you're only wanting to spend 125 Well, this is what we can do for 125 Or ask them, well, what are you more worried about, the exterior or the interior? If that's the case, then if you're worried more about interior, then let's concentrate on that. Let's get a package, you know, that's going to fit your budget and, you know, talk, <laughs> talk about the, uh, you know, let's do the interior. So I think a lot of it's focus. A lot of it is education. You know, separate yourself from 
some of the other guys that might be doing cheaper work, but you know for a fact. But sometimes is it okay to do cheap work? Uh, I mean, if if it, at the end of the day, dude, you gotta fucking pay bills. There you go. You know? There you go. You gotta yeah, pay bills. It's like so true. Dude, my you know, I'm sometimes me because like I said, like we like we've become like like after that five year mark or four or five year mark, we've actually like, we got our yeah. demographic now and like everything's on membership. We do clients like once a week, every two weeks, once a month, yeah. and they're all like brand new Escalades, QX80s, yeah. like all the new stuff. And when I have them go out and do like real work, yeah. dude, oh my god, it was a bad area of town, and yeah. I didn't feel safe, and the car was so dirty. What do I eat? I'm like, this is this is yeah. detailing. This is the same thing. I'm not gonna be like, sorry, sir, that opening is booked because they called me had a nice yeah. Impala. Like, we're gonna do the job. Well, that's like t- my tomorrow job. That's a fucking nightmare job. So you're telling me, me yeah. yeah, it's a dude, total that's, that's my shit show that's my interior. How much but, you do you do it? Dude, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. No, seriously. He didn't, balk, he didn't balk at my price, so fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. You know. But it's it's one of those things like you got you got to make you got to make money at the end of the day. You know. So you just gotta. No, I'm, you don't I mean, want to price yourself out of the market, so you need to understand what your market is charging, what other guys are charging. Do you, what know, do you really need to care what your market is charging? I think to a point, yeah, because I had to look at anyone else's website and prices and like yeah. years, but you did at one point. Oh yeah, I yeah. did. Okay, so you should always answer your own question. Tell it's not about sweet spot. You got well, that's the, the thing. Okay. So you you go okay. along, okay. right? Okay. You're you're right. Tracking you know along, and you find your sweet point, Marty. Now, yeah, at this point, like no, because at that yeah, that early on point for sure. For our market, surprisingly, we have a lot more exotics, but. If that's your client base, then obviously you're probably going to charge a little more because you're you're dealing with that. Right. But some markets might not have that, so you're not going to charge three hundred dollars for a fucking detail when you're in a you know a town like where I live in Coeta or something where most of the rednecks aren't going to pay. I don't know, man. That one guy, what's his name? Freaking with that town population of twenty five hundred. Oh, uh, yeah, but um, no, 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 Darren from Oh no, shit, that's true. But he's not doing exotics, and he's not charging for the same. But he's making killing it. But that's what. Okay, so then sure, he's, killing, he's found his he found the sweet spot. Yeah. So. But did he start at a price, and then he's worked himself mm-hmm. up? That's the thing. You got to build the reputation. Yeah. You got to build the belief in the people. So everybody wants. To, I'm just saying. Everybody wants to, and it's funny. Like literally every fucking day on Instagram, it's. Or we have it in our detailers group. There's multiple people at Detailers of Oklahoma that post photos of text messages or screenshots of somebody that's doing a detail so cheap and they're getting pissed yeah. off. And it's like, the fuck? Like, they got to start somewhere. The market's yeah. wide open. There's so many cars yeah. out here. Like, you don't, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, let them get this. You don't want that client, trust me. The clients that are going to that guy, you don't want them. Yeah, but someone, there needs to be a detour with that demographic. There is a reason those guys exist because that niche is there. There's demographic. Yeah. There's they want, they want to spend $75 on a complete detail. You want to do it all well, day? there's going to be motherfuckers that want to spend $75 on they a They want to make $75 a day. You want to make $75 a day. Like, yeah, that's exactly. Just, that's just how it is. Like, exactly. Well, no. Or you can run them through at $75 a piece and do five of them in a day. They can well, do that. Yeah, depending but, on what they're doing. But we're talking about the guys that are posting like, We'll shampoo, do yeah, scratch and right. rubble, save five bucks. Yeah. That's... They're finally making that money. They, the skill set's not there. I guarantee you that. Absolutely. But the client's happy. But like Marty said, you got to start somewhere. 
it's just one of those things. As long I mean, as you're moving up in there. Just... Yeah, right. <laughs> Don't stay there, you know. All right, so let's go to our Thunderdome. Dum, 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 dum. Can you ask me a question, bro? I don't know. I mean, do you, I wasn't honestly planning on this. Okay. I know. That's why it's fun. There's so much. Like, oh, no, this is actually interesting. Ask yeah, me. it's one question. You each ask each no, other. No, I'm actually, I'm going to ask both of you. That's fine. Same yeah, question. That's fine. I'm, I'm co no, Listen, I'm co Thunderdome host. You know that, right? Yeah. You Dude, sure. Sure. So you, that's fine. I need help sometimes. So. <laughs> My question to both of you is, since, especially, both, well, actually, both of you. Oh, come on, man. Since you graduated, you've essentially been in detailing-related businesses. You graduated what? Well, okay, for you, college, but for you, high school, I right? Yeah. Yeah. So, outside of college, basically, both of you graduated. You've been in detailing-related businesses, car-related businesses, whatever. Service-based. Yeah, there. If you weren't detailing, what do you think you'd be doing? Oh, Maybe something so that you're passionate about oh, outside yeah. that people don't know. Yeah, great question. Not Thunderdome, but uh, well, I'm not. Question. I told this you, is, I'm not going to be. In no, the no, no, that's a great that's question. Part yeah. of the script. That should be part of the show. That's yeah. a nice question. Yeah. You should be a co-host. <laughs> <laughs> you not let Martin run the whole fucking thing. You should know shit. Anyways, all right. So, so go for it. If if I wasn't detailing, because you, I, I think it's especially important for you because you said on several times that I your know friend I know told you this. You your, do? Yeah. Your friend told you that to watch cars, and he, as you said, he could have told you anything. Yeah, he could have told done. me anything. So I think it's really important for you because outside of that, what do you think maybe you'd be doing or something that you're passionate about? No, 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 no. You can't drink that one. That's for our guest that came on the show, Lou Greenfield, that loves IPAs. And so whenever I have one IPA to give him, I always give him an IPA. Yeah, man. You're hog. Yeah. Anyways. All right. What would I do if it didn't have to do with detailing or just cars in general or what? Well, yeah. So basically, nothing to do with cleaning cars. Yeah. Nothing to do or the product sales that you're in now. So basically, remove yourself from the entire industry as a whole. Right? Unless... Okay, okay. No, I got it. Okay. I actually thought of that this weekend because I was visiting my daughters in San Diego. And so uh, Friday I got to spend the day in Buff and Shine. I went on and saw Jimbo from the Auto Detailing Podcast. We had some some lunch. Um, Saturday when I had my girls, we did zero. Like literally, we just laid around a hotel. We went swimming. We did nothing. Is that the day with the big chess thing? Because I totally want that. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, right? that's awesome. We played chess. They'd never played chess before. Oh, thing over. Yeah. So we had a really great time just hanging out, doing nothing. Sunday afternoon, right? So that was starting on Saturday. Sunday afternoon, I finally go. Okay, we should probably go do something. <laughs> Um, we planned on doing SeaWorld Sunday morning, but then we slept in, so that, that vetoed that. Literally, we were just lazy. It was awesome. We just hung out. Um, girls, though, man. That's, that's, I know, they right? Were happy. They were we had a lot of they fun. Were super um, we went walking around, and I don't even know what it was called. There's something bay. I don't know. Um, you know, definitely there's ocean there. There's all these little shops and you know, it's a it's a California esque type place. The music was playing. There was some guy with like uh, wave. You know, everybody's doing something that you can give them money. Here's a bunch of little chill places. It was really cool. And I just went, you know what? I could see myself 
doing something in a place like this. It's not like a big restaurant, but like just a small little niche cafe of some beer and a barbecue. Nice. Hmm. I was like, that would totally go well. Like a, and I planned it all out. As you know, I, of course, you of course yeah. I did. Like, yeah. that's just the way I, but, I like that. When he says that, he didn't just write it all down and I'll wipe, like, it's all in his head. Yeah. Literally, still in his head. Like, still in my head. Like, yeah, he hasn't dumped it out yet. No, there was, it was called Midwest Barbecue. We would have Kansas City style, um, where you had a bunch of vinegar in it. You'd have a Texas brisket because they're specialized in brisket. And I would take different types of barbecue yeah. from the Midwest and put them all into one restaurant. And then bring uh, it, but cool. on a small scale, yeah, yeah, yeah. like very, it's like very small scale, yeah. Yeah. yeah, very boutique. I like that. Yeah. Okay. What about you, DJ? Uh, I would go into like videography, photography, okay, stuff like that. But what I would do more marketing too, like almost like I would almost own a, a marketing agency. I was about to say, so your end goal might be like a marketing yes. type, okay, train anything right. that has like yeah that kind of stuff. So like. I might have a team of videographers. Yeah. Okay, so I have videographers, photographers, yeah. uh, people that know how to write, like, you know, write a script. Yeah, just do all sorts of shit. And stuff I know is cool, but yeah, I, don't yeah. have, I, I don't know how to do it. But well, I especially wanna... now that I'm getting into social media. Yeah, like, that's I, still. But I love, I love it. I love seeing yeah. it. But I, I just want to say, you, 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 you went to school for this, you kill yeah, it. You went right. to school for this, you fucking kill yeah. it. Like, and just have this badass media like agency, man. I, mean, I, I can't, I, I actually, I, I think you might still have it. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. No reason why I couldn't. I, I, I think that a lot of people still don't take social media seriously. If you think about it, because I've got one of my one of my uh, guys. He does uh, videography, photography. One of my guys is really big into sales. So like we actually. So one thing about, about team building, like we utilize their strengths. So mm-hmm. if one guy has this strength, like hey, you well, that's effective that. leadership. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, well, thanks. I mean, but it's like. This guy puts out bad, like the demon video on YouTube, or the the other the the G wagon video. Then you know, other guy Hayden is like super good at like sales, this kind of coding stuff, and it's like I can utilize them. I don't, I'm not there. I can't do it. Like, well, yeah, you can't. You can only you can you can't necessarily multiply yourself. Now, the best you can do as a leader is to basically train and coach people as much as you can and encourage them to do better. Like play, strengths. Well, exactly. Play on their strengths, so that way there's no way I could do all of that. Exactly. Kind of yes. I'm not right. that great. Well, <laughs> and not... you can't be in all those places at once. Right. But I don't yeah. have all those skill sets either. To right. Make a company great. It's not a one-man company. Any company's not a man. No. All right. So DJ, one question for each of us. Oh, I have to ask a question. Yeah. Well, well I guess we'll take turns. We ought to take. Yeah, it. yeah. We're taking turns. Excuse me for a second. That was a better question than a minute. Okay. No, no, it's just the two of you asking the questions. I've oh, asked all the other okay. questions, so now it's Thunderdome. Right. It's um, you guys. Let's see if I can think of one right quick. No, no, it's his turn to well, ask, he's, ask a question. No, but he's thinking we can ask a couple questions. Uh, I can get a question real quick. I mean, you are the host, man. Talk. One second. <laughs> I'll give you a Oh, my God. You totally weren't expecting this shit. One of my favorite parts of the song was Eminem, where he talks about... Oh, God. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Down the rabbit hole. Where are we going? There's that song where he's like, Eminem, where he's like, this real slim slate. And he's like, he's like, when the one guy in the parking lot with one finger up, Uh that's me right now to you. I see it. Well, I can answer the question while you 
Even though I asked the question, I can answer it while you think of one. Sure. Okay. So he didn't ask the question just because he really wanted to talk about what he was. No, really. I'm honestly spitballing. Uh, I'm. I don't know if I would call it a curse, but I have so many different interests, and I can get bored really easily. So it's honestly ADD. Well, I I guess maybe so. We have social. So it's hard to really focus. On one thing, you know, cars are easy. You know, cars were easy for me because I'm not so much a gearhead, but I'm a car guy. You appreciate a sweet ride, you know, with the best of them. But if I wasn't doing detailing related stuff or offshore stuff, because it's not like I was super passionate about that, uh, I, I would have liked to take in my rugby career more seriously. Um, 